Welcome to Jerusalem Studio Podcast. Join us to discuss the latest updates from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to Jerusalem Studio. Athens and Jerusalem have had a complicated relationship, and not only in antiquity. Except for Cuba, Greece was the only non-Arab, non-Muslim member of the United Nations to vote against the establishment of the State of Israel in a partition of British-mandated Palestine. Later, the Greek-Israeli connection was overshadowed by the Ben-Gurion doctrine of forging a regional alliance of countries such as Turkey, with a Western orientation and in opposition to Arab leaders such as Egypt's Nasser. But in recent years, it has changed to such an extent that the tables seem to have turned completely, with Turkey hostile towards Israel and Greece its warm friend and partner. Of course, it all has to do with the three E's, energy, economy and Erdogan. To analyze today's uh, topic, we're joined from central Israel, by Dr. Eran Lerman, who is the Vice President of the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security and a lecturer at Shalem College in Jerusalem, as well as the co-host of TV7's Middle East Review. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Also joining us from Athens, Greece, is Professor Dr. Loanis Nomikos, who is the Director at Research Institute for European and American Studies and Founding Director at the Journal of Mediterranean and Balkan Intelligence. Thank you for joining us as well. Thank you, sir. And also joining us here in Jerusalem is our TV7 analyst, Mr. Amir Oren. Amir, give us a broader understanding of these relations between uh, Greece and Israel, which have really tightened so deeply in, in so many facets of, of uh, bilateral relations uh, today and have plenty of, of implications also for the region. Well, one is first of all relieved uh, to find out that you do not bear a grudge to f- for whatever happened between the Hellenic and Judean and Israelite entities uh, more than 2,000 years ago. Let bygones be bygones. Um, what happened um, um, in the uh, second half of the uh, last century was that Israel tried uh, to get Turkey to be its friend especially because both Turkey and Israel uh, bordered Syria, a common enemy. And uh, after Nasser uh, tried to merge uh, Egypt and Syria into the United Arab Republic, uh, it seemed like uh, the uh, bigger uh, threat. Uh, This ended uh, with the uh, coup of 1960 in Turkey, but even later uh, there were strategic uh, relations. And uh, Greece, for many reasons, because it uh, uh, was considered pro-Palestinian and for other reasons, uh, was like the neighbor down the block whom you see when you walk around the neighborhood, but you don't pay a lot of attention to. And all of a sudden, over the last decade or two, Israelis have uh, discovered Greece. And it has become um, the most favorite place for many Israelis, both the mainland and the islands. And they look uh, on it um, as as, uh, one of the best places to travel to, uh, to try and have uh, business uh, with, and of course the government too. It is not only private citizens. And what is uh, perhaps even more important is that following 
the uh, Turkish hostility towards Israel, Greece has become one of the best partners for the Israeli Defense Forces and chiefly the Israeli Air Force. And the reason for that is that uh, Israel itself is very small and very narrow, and Israeli pilots know all of the terrain. They cannot surprise themselves when they train in Israel. They have to go some other places where there are mountains, where there are forests, where there are surprises uh, in, in various scenarios. And the Israeli Air Force now finds Greece to be perhaps the best place to train in. Also, if it wants to go some other way towards places in the Gulf, not necessarily in Europe. Well, with regard to your first comment, of course, uh, if I may quote the Bible, I don't see a difference between Greeks and Jews. But at this stage, I'd like to refer the next question to Dr. Lerman. Uh, to what degree do you see the, the relations between Israel and uh, Greece uh, really culminating at the expense of Turkey to a certain degree in light of uh, recent developments and not so recent developments, of course, but also beyond that. There are so many common interests. Of course, uh, the Greek side in Cyprus is significant. And uh, where do you see this also heading toward? Well, first of all, let me state my uh, um, loyalties. <laughs> this is a tie from the uh, Olympics of 2004. And by the way, I've just learned from a, a recent article by, uh, by Rama Viram and Dora Bakoyanis, who were respectively the Israeli ambassador and foreign minister at the time, that this was the first time Israelis and Greeks actually cooperated on a security project, namely the anti-terrorism securitization of the Olympics. Uh, but since then, a number of uh, factors, I would say a number of E's were added to your list of three E's. It's not just energy and the economy and, uh, of course, Erdogan. It's also, I think quite significantly, Egypt. Um, our reaction uh, in Athens, Jerusalem, I should say also Nicosia, Lefkosia, and uh, in Cyprus, and as well as in Greece and Israel, a reaction to the change of government in, in Egypt in uh, 2013, on the 3rd of July 2013, was very much the same. It was a sigh of relief seeing the Muslim Brotherhood um, losing their uh, deadly grip on government. This was not the reaction in the rest of Europe. So uh, Israel uh, was uh, a, a very significant friend to Greece and Cyprus in their efforts to explain how important it was for Egypt to be stabilized. <clears throat> so this is no longer just a question of Israel and Greece or Israel and Cyprus and Greece. It's also Greece and Cyprus and Egypt. And then you broaden this and you have the EMGF, the Eastern Mediterranean Gas Forum, which is by now a regional organization. That The, the, the backbone of that organization is our four countries, Egypt, Israel, Greece, and Cyprus. Add to this the Palestinians, the Jordanians, the Italians are in, the French want to join. Um, the, uh, nowadays, this is getting uh, very significant backing from the UAE, Israel's new friend in the Gulf, who's also quite deeply involved in defense cooperation and security cooperation with Greece in, uh, in the Eastern Mediterranean, including the joint exercise, Medusa, Recently, with the Egyptians and the UAE, the French, uh, we are seeing the emergence of elements of alignment 
which are broader and, and, uh, and more significant than anything we've had before in terms of regional cooperation. I think it's far more intense, overt, um, multifaceted uh, in energy, in exercises. Here's another E for you. Uh, we participated in Yohos. We have the American Greek-Israeli Nobel Dana. The Greeks come, uh, uh, Greek Air Force comes to Israel every two years for the uh, Blue Flag exercises. All of this is part of uh, the establishment of something which is we have never experienced before. Maybe the term alliance is a bit premature, but it is certainly an alignment of forces and alignment of interests at several levels, which is changing the nature of politics and even our identity. We are increasingly seeing ourselves as Eastern Mediterranean. So does Sisi in Egypt, if you look at his cultural um, inputs, how he educates his young. Uh, it has cultural underpinnings. Israelis love Greek music, love Greek food, love Greek the Greek experience. And so I think we have the foundations of something that will last uh, beyond the present conjunction of interests. Professor Dr. Nomikos, uh, I'd like also to hear your uh, position on this. Of course, I, I remember when uh, Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis from Greece came for the first time uh, to Israel, and I had the opportunity of seeing him here. Uh, he uh, came out and spoke about his uh, late father, who in the 80s uh, defined relations between Jerusalem and Athens as inevitable and uh, uh, promoted uh, the uh, uh, growing uh, alliance or relations between uh, uh, the two nations. Of course, now that the relations are at uh, new heights, uh, his son, uh, the prime minister, is uh, also pursuing this uh, efforts. And as uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Lehrman just stated, uh, it is much broader than just Greece and, and Israel, but on a bilateral level, it is still very deep-rooted, uh, uh, and it seems like uh, those uh, roots are, are growing uh, ever fruitful. Well, uh, thank you very much for uh, the invitation. I just want to say that the first time that uh, I wrote an article about uh, the uh, Greek-Israeli relation was in 1992, all right, and uh, it was, you know, many years ago, but, uh, you know, in Greece, uh, we do believe strongly with the collaboration, you know, with Israel. And another factor that is very important to point out is the Greeks who live in diaspora. Because I'm a man of diaspora. I grew up in the United States, and I have, you know, constant discussion with uh, the diaspora in USA, Australia, and specifically in Canada. And I just want to tell you that you don't realize the enthusiasm that are coming from the Greek who live in diaspora about, you know, uh, establishing a strong collaboration, you know, with the Israeli. I was really quite, uh, you know, um, enthusiastic to find out about all these issues. Was I was just a student in, 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 in the United States, and then I was coming to Greece. And I said, listen, I mean, everybody wants to establish relations with Israel in the United States. Why, you know, in the 1980s, the 1990s, you're not doing that? Now, the situation is quite different, like Mr. Erma said. Today, I read on the Greek newspaper that, uh, you know, in May 2021, the Greek Air Force, the, the Israeli Air Force will come to the air base in Adravida, which is one of the biggest, you know, air base to have exercises. And so, Hellenic uh, Air Force... And the Israeli Air Force are coming, you know, very close 
of course, we learn the best practices. And other things which I found it uh, outstanding for the development of the Greek-Israel relation, you know, thanks God, you know, Elbit, one of the strongest, you know, uh, Israeli, you know, um, defense industries, you know, come to the Kalamata airport to take over, you know, and the Turan, uh, an international, you know, training, uh, training center uh, for educate and train, you know, uh, pilot. This is something that uh, Israelis are on, is the only country who can do that. And uh, when I talk with the people from Kalamata, where the place is there, you don't know how happy they are. We, the Greeks, uh, really love the Israeli. But uh, the point is, sometimes the people need to show their enthusiasm, you know, and uh, the, the energy, you know, uh, to the Israeli citizen, to the Israeli people. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Ministry of Defense, I talked to the Ministry of Defense, you know, they said, you know, we should, you know, have developed with the Israeli, you know, um, government, the so-called, you know, strong alliance. Maybe I feel we were a little bit late, but thanks God, at least, you know, the Greek government woke up and they started to realize that, you know, we have one of our best brothers, brothers in, in Israel. The brothers, you know, in the United States, in, in, in Canada, in Australia, everywhere. We are so close with Israel, but sometimes it takes some, time, some distance to see the difference. And the one thing that I would like to share with you, I do believe that in the Eastern Mediterranean Gas Forum, like uh, Professor Eler Masende, I think we should think about uh, the strategic role of India moving to the Eastern Mediterranean, see the India Navy here, and why not, you know, along with the France, to have India a member of the Eastern Mediterranean, which a counterbalance to the Pakistani, Turkish, uh, Chinese, and Iranian, you know, strongly collaboration. So Israel, the Eastern Mediterranean partners, plus Greece, plus India, could be one nice group of regional collaboration who could promote uh, a lot of interest. And uh, just to end up, uh, in the case that Israeli and Greece, uh, you know, collaborate to construct, uh, along with the United States and, and Europe, to construct a railway all the way from the uh, Thessaloniki port to Burgas in Bulgaria, to Varna in Bulgaria, and going to the Baltic states uh, and counterbalancing the, the Istanbul, we call them Constantinople in Greece, all the way to Tehran and uh, to, you know, to uh, Islamabad, uh, to China. Can you imagine to see how important is uh, Israel and, uh, uh, and uh, Greek collaboration? is going beyond the many geopolitical, geoeconomic consequences. We are brothers, and any time I see Israeli in Athens, I always say shalom to them, because I do believe this, you know, they are brothers. Anytime we have to work together, we have, you know, some time to fight together, Indeed. because we are both diaspora and NATO, and we know what suffering means. That's why we need to go along. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, India is a very close friend of Israel as well as uh, of uh, Greece indeed. But Mr. Ogan, I'd like to uh, point two uh, notes. 
The first one, of course, uh, the Israeli Air Force uh, now will, as uh, was mentioned here by all of you, uh, with uh, Greece on, on many level, of course, uh, it is a, a significant collaboration agreement between uh, Elbit, uh, brokered by the Israeli Defense Ministry and, of course, the Greek uh, Defense Ministry. Uh, but it seems like that uh, Greece has replaced Turkey uh, to a certain degree. Uh, in the past, this co collaboration was between Israel and Turkey, which uh, now, of course, is uh, uh, non-existent. And then the second point is, uh, to what degree is this relationship between Israel and Greece bolstering uh, uh, Jerusalem's uh, position, if you will, within Washington, considering the fact that for years and years, all I hear about is the true strongest lobbies in Washington, D.C. is, uh, on the one hand, the Jewish lobby, and on the other hand, the Greek lobby, which, uh, of course, uh, pertain to the diaspora living there. Well, Washington uh, has uh, many uh, levels and many institutions, and the lobbies, uh, of course, um, work their way vis-a-vis -vis the executive and the legislative and uh, the media and uh, labor unions and what have you. Yes, and uh, you are right. And uh, we have seen uh, Vice President Agnew and uh, Senator Tsongas and Congressman Brademas and many other um, um, officials, uh, Admiral Stavridis, um, uh, who was uh, the UCOM commander and the NATO uh, forces uh, commander. And because uh, Greece, as well as Turkey, uh, is a member of NATO, um, Israel has uh, practiced its training and planning with several NATO countries. Now, regarding Turkey, uh, we have uh, heard of late that uh, Erdogan is trying uh, some rapprochement vis-a-vis uh, -vis Israel. Um, the burden of proof is on him. Uh, we are not certain whether it is substantial or only a signal to the incoming Biden administration. But what is important to say regarding this uh, move is that Greece should not fear that Israel will cool its relations with it, even if Turkey uh, would to stop its hostility. The Israeli-Greek relationship is now solid. It is not going to change, and perhaps Turkey would like also to have some sort of a relationship we saw regarding the uh, gas uh, exploration, what has been happening um, uh, off the coasts of uh, Lebanon and of Cyprus, where the Turks tried to, to get in. It doesn't matter. Um, even if uh, tomorrow there is another government in Turkey, and of course, when governments change, policies change. Under the two Papandreos, under PASOK, uh, Greece was uh, more uh, leftist, more pro-Palestinian, as well as more anti-American. And there was a period where terrorists acted in Greece, and Israel was quite concerned about it, as was the United States in the 70s and, and a bit later. But we are now talking in the third decade of the 21st century. And uh, from now on, one can be certain 
that there will be no harm to the Israeli-Greek relationship, even if Erdogan is out, even if there is no Islamist government in Turkey, and they try to uh, renew uh, what Erdogan stopped uh, some 18 years ago. Following up on this, uh, Dr. Lehrman, are relations with Turkey viable in a situation in which uh, Ankara and Athens are at uh, the throats of one another, uh, or are we uh, expected to see some overtures from uh, Turkey's side towards uh, Greece in order to facilitate some uh, foundation of trust that would permit, of course, this is just one factor out of many, but would permit for improved relations uh, uh, on that front. We're hearing about uh, uh, Bulgarian brokered talks uh, behind the scenes uh, or exploratory talks uh, in order to try and uh, find a rapprochement between the two sides. Do you think that this is a viable reality? Well, um, I, I, I'm under the impression, I'm saying this very carefully, that Erdogan is seriously worried about the consequences of political change in, in Washington. Somehow, Trump had a soft spot for strong men, um, or so, so to speak, uh, from, uh, from Pyongyang to Ankara. And uh, some key people in his administration had uh, um, what I could carefully call a more or less pro-Turkish uh, position. Uh, this is uh, changing fast. The Democrats, of course, have always been, um, well, attentive to the Greek uh, and Jewish point of view. And, and so everyone is, is uh, trying to maneuver. I think we should uh, be very careful. And as, uh, as Amir said properly, uh, the burden of proof is certainly on, on the Turkish side. I would make a few notes. Um, first of all, I've read uh, practically every uh, joint communication that came out of the tripartite meetings of the leaders of Israel, uh, Greece, and, and Cyprus. And, I, and, and each and every one of them mentioned that this is not an exclusive club. It is open to all Eastern Mediterranean countries that would be like-minded. And this was clearly always a message to Turkey. Uh, we are not enemies of the Turkish people. We are not enemies of Turkey as such. We, if, if uh, Turkey comes to its senses, comes back to the Lausanne uh, consensus, comes back to the notion that, uh, that Ataturk tried to instill in his soldiers and, and people that the borders of Turkey of 1923 are the borders of Turkey, period. Um, then I see no problem in integrating Turkey in the broader Eastern Mediterranean context. But if it remains on a neo-Ottoman trajectory, then it needs to be contained and, and, and stopped. And I think in this respect, there's no daylight between the Greek and Israeli positions. Uh, by the way, you mentioned the shift of parties. I think one of the most significant events uh, in recent years was the fact that even under Syriza, uh, under the government of, uh, of Tsipras, the, um, of course, with the defense minister who was more from the nationalist right, from Kameros, but, but uh, even the government of, of Tsipras uh, was very pro-Israeli. It actually moved the, the relationship forward. It, it was under yeah. Tsipras that we began the tripartite, uh, some, a series of tripartite summits. Now, 
continues. So by now you can say that this is uh, both sides of the political aisle in Greece are committed to the relationship. And that's, I think, a very, a very, very important uh, point. And uh, um, I, I want to be very frank. Um, if I, I should hope, I should pray that it never comes to actual blows between Greece and, and, and Turkey. And I think the Turks are wise enough to know that they're, they're, uh, they're not they would not be wise to try their air force against the Greek air force, for example, from all I know about the Greek capacities. Uh, but if it ever comes to Israel could not offer direct help because we are uh, facing very serious dangers on our own frontiers. The Iranian crisis could blow up at any moment. Uh, we cannot, we, our armed forces will not be drawn in. However, by uh, the mere presence of our forces training in Greece and Cyprus, by this defense technology cooperation, intelligence sharing, and as uh, my friend Professor Namiko said quite rightly, the alliance of uh, diaspora uh, forces, but above all, of course, in, in Washington, where we can make a difference together, and we have already made a difference together, look at the uh, F-35s. Um, uh, where, where we can make a difference together, this could be a very costly uh, thing for, for uh, Turkish adventurism. So even mm -hmm. if uh, uh, we are not allied in the formal NATO sense that our armed forces would be obliged to come to the help of Greece and vice versa, and we do not ask or expect that from them, uh, we do help each other significantly on all these three fronts in a way which could make a major difference if ever, God forbid, uh, we come to the edge of war. Well, um, unfortunately, we're drawing near to the end of the program, but really in, in two sentences, Professor Dr. Nomikos, uh, do you see a situation in which uh, Greece would uh, uh, alter its, its uh, uh, actions uh, in, in the Eastern Mediterranean to a point of uh, advancing uh, exploratory talks that would uh, be, uh, uh, of course, safeguarding its own interests uh, on the one hand, but also mutually beneficial in uh, in the regional sense? Well, yes, I do that. Uh, I, you know, uh, Prime Minister Mitsotaki said this morning that he's going to have exploratory discussion with the Turkish government on 25th of January. I Indeed. hope, you know, it will be, you know, some, the, you know, some yeah, fruitful discussion but uh, like Professor uh, Lerman and uh, the distinguished scholars you have at, uh, in, in the studio, uh, I do believe that, uh, you know, uh, Turkey must decide uh, which uh, direction uh, she wants to go, to the east or to the west. Indeed, Mr. Oren, 10 seconds. Both Greece and Israel have a common attitude of being beleaguered against their bigger neighbors, the Arab world and Turkey. Indeed, well... Uh, We'll have to uh, wait and see how things uh, continue to develop. But this is all the time that we have for today. I'd like to thank Professor Nomikos and uh, Dr. Lehmann for being with us today, as well as Mr. Oren. And I'd like to thank our viewers as well. And we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us in another Jerusalem Studio podcast. For more content on Israel and its region, we invite you to visit our website at tv7israelnews.com and follow us on social media.